The cavern was dense with smoke. The woman stepped through, and dutifully it followed, purling in her wake. It gathered along the hem of her skirts like puppies on a bitch, suckling at her feet. She walked from shadow into glare, into the pure, clean light of godfire as it leaped from a circular rent in the stone floor, a hole like a wound in the earth itself, bleeding flame. Sparks issued forth, fell, formed a glowing necklet on the nap of her velvet gown, but she did not flinch as they died. The fire, like the sparks, was cold. Beyond the flame she saw her brother, standing as he stood so often, for hours on end and days at the rim of the netherworld. Godfire bathed his face in its lurid lavender glare, limbing the magnificent plains of his bones. A beautiful man, her brother. She might have been jealous, once, but she knew she claimed more power. He saw her. He smiled. In the light his eyes were mirrors. Briefly the flame died back, was sucked down, withdrawn like a tongue into a mouth. But the afterglow remained, shrouding him in light, a transcendent luminescence that made her want to squint. Beneath her feet the floor was hard and sharp. The entire cavern was formed of black, glassy basalt, faceted as a gemstone. There were no torches in deference to the godfire. There was no need for man-made light when the Seker lent them his. All around her columns gleamed. Slow spirals mimicked blown glass, delicately fluted, twisted strands, oddly seductive, stretched from floor to ceiling. Light lost itself in endless glassy whirls. The world ran wet with fire. She crossed, hearing the echoes of her steps and the chime of girdle, silver on black, nearly lost in the weight of velvet. As always, she smelled the breath of the god but to her it was not unpleasant. The promise of power was a heady scent that set her flesh to tingling. She paused on the brink of the orifice. How long has it been since you ate? He smiled. Trust you to concern yourself with things such as food. How long, Strahan? He shrugged. Smoke shrugged with him. A day, two, three, what does it matter, Lilith? I will hardly waste away in the service of the god. Briefly she glanced down. They stood but six feet apart. Between them lay a world. The world of Asar Suti. They had only to open the gate. Not yet. There was time. Time for the fruition of their plans. Come up, she said. You should eat. His hair, like hers, was black and it flowed back from a brow as smooth and unlined as a girl's, though there was nothing girlish about him. It cloaked his shoulders and reached beyond, bound back by a silver fillet wrought with Illini runes. In the glare of the godfire his grey suede leathers were dyed an eerie lilac, glowing purple in the creases. The doublet hung open from throat and chest, and in the gap she saw the white edge of a linen tunic. Soft gray boots stretched to his thighs. 
His wide belt was clasped with a two-headed silver serpent. Lilith sighed as he did not answer. She was his sister, not mother or father. But both parents were long dead, and so this fell to her. Will you come up? I am hungry, he admitted, but for something more than food, and I am thirsty also. But the wine I want is blood, the blood of Nile's sons.